0: Hello and welcome back to Tales of Folklore and Coffee. Today's episode may not only be the most famous folktale I've ever rewritten and retold, but it may actually be my longest episode thus far. Today, we delve into the story of the girl with the crimson cloak, Little Red Riding Hood. On the edge of the woods in the countryside of France, where trees dance and wave through the winds. A little girl played happily, spending her days picking flowers and making them into crowns for the people she loved so dearly. The little girl grew, and on her 12th birthday she received a scarlet hood, which she always wore from that day on. The little girl would come to be known as Red Riding Hood, for she always looked like her red hood was riding on the breeze when she ran. She lived a happy life. Her parents were farmers, and every so often, they would head into town. Though today, her mother had a special task for her. With a basket full of bread, tonics, and soup, her mother covered it with a towel to keep the contents warm for the short journey ahead. Today, my little Red, you will take your grandmother some food. She has not been in the best of health lately, but I'm sure your presence will help a great deal. I and your father must go into town, and until we come back, you will stay at your grandmother's. Her mother explained while handing her the basket. Reds, rosy cheeks and dimples became more visible as she smiled widely and nodded. Now listen closely. Make sure you are quick and do not walk off the path. The woods are dangerous, and do not talk to any strangers if you come across any. The little girl nodded again. I won't, Mother. I promise. She said, nearly bursting with excitement. Her mother bent down, kissed her face, and drew her red hood over her head. Now, it was nearly midday by the time Red was on the path, walking as the sun shone through the trees in bright golden beams. The longer she walked, the more the little girl looked around, curiosity getting the better of her when she smelled wild violets and her wildflowers that bloomed in the clearing. She bent down to smell the blooms, and then knelt to pluck them where they stood. From the shadows of the forest, there stood an animal, fur as black as night. Eyes as big as saucers, and the color like burning coals. The shadow it cast was as large as a grown man. It licked its lips at the side of the little girl in the red hood. Her plump skin he could almost taste. He must have her for dinner. The only thought that went on behind his orange-red eyes. He sauntered closer as to not frighten his future meal. He came over the tiny hill that the flowers grew upon, and the little girl was in his shadow. The girl drew back, dropping the flowers where she stood. Do not be afraid, my dear, the wolf said lying down, crossing one obsidian paw over the other. What is such a pretty young girl doing so far off the forest path? He asked as he watched her. I'm afraid I can't answer that, Mr. Wolf. My mother told me not to talk to strangers. The wolf smiled. Oh, but I'm no stranger. We're talking, are we not? That makes us halfway friends. The deceit rolling off his tongue with charisma. I suppose so. The wolf watched her become more relaxed, and that's when he would ask the burning question. Where are you going today, little Miss Riding Hood? The girl smiled, her rosy cheeks rewarding his patience. I'm going to my grandmother's house. I thought these flowers would cheer her up. The wolf nodded and gave his best pleasing smile. Oh, how she'll love that. And your grandmother lives at the other side of the woods, yes? She nodded to herself. Then you continue to pick her flowers, but I must be on my way. I will see you again, Miss Red. Farewell and goodbye. The wolf stood and left to go into the forest, disappearing into the darkness. Not long after his encounter with the little girl, the wolf found the little cottage standing in the shade of the trees, smoke rising from the chimney clearly showing signs the old woman was home. The house was surrounded by a garden and roses which wrapped the brick house halfway up. The wolf smiled and made his way to the entrance. He stood on his haunches and knocked on the door, and did his best impression of the girl. Grandmother, I'm here! Let me in so that I have a surprise for you! The old woman came to the door to find the wolf, which was much taller than her. She drew back in absolute fear. Quite the surprise, is it not? The wolf laughed and lunged at the woman. After the wolf swallowed the old woman whole, he licked his rose-soaked lips. Now I must wait for the girl. He said aloud as he searched the small house and found a standing closet, which smelled like the old woman. He grinned to himself, with this disguise, that little Miss Red won't recognize me one bit. I'll have my meal before the sun sets this day. It was late afternoon, and the little girl found her grandmother's house, the smoke still rising from the chimney in black and gray plumes. The girl walked up to the door and knocked. Oh, come in, my dear! She heard from the other side. Red walked in, her cloak flowing behind her. "'Ah, there you are, my little sweet,' the wolf said behind the covers. "'My, you sound very different, Grandmother,' the little girl said as she set the flowers down. "'It is only because I have been so sick, my dearest,' the wolf said, licking his lips the closer she came. "'My, what big ears you have,' she said, tilting her head and staring. "'The better to hear you with, my child,' the wolf said. She took a step closer. My, what big eyes you have, her demeanor changing. The wolf could smell the uncertainty on the girl. The better to see you with, the blanket slipped from the wolf's nose, the girl being right beside the bed now. She could feel her heart racing within her chest. What long teeth you have, Grandmother. A rough and gravelly laugh came from the wolf's chest. The better to eat you with, my dear. The girl screamed as the wolf jumped from the bed, and there he had what he wanted. There was a woodsman. He had spent all day outside cutting wood for the town, and today he thought he would pay a visit to the elderly woman who lived not far from his work. He was tired, hungry, and thirsty from all the logs he had cut and hauled into his wagon. With little effort, he placed his axe on his shoulder and went on his merry way. The house. Red stood backed into the furthest corner, screaming and crying out for someone to help as the wolf stalked her and came ever closer. My little dear Red Riding Hood, (laughs) there is no one for miles. Tonight you are my main course. He smiled and lunged forward, making the girl cry out again. Just outside stood the woodsman for a moment as he heard screaming from inside the house. Without wasting a moment, the woodsman busted through the door, his axe in hand and a stern expression on his face to compliment it. Away from the girl, he said taking a swing at the dog, and who are you to tell me what to do with my meal? The wolf gained some distance between him and the woodsman, before pouncing and pinning him to the ground. The woodsman with his axe, bearing the beast from ripping him to shreds, struck him with the butt of the axe, and the dog cried out, rubbing his nose now bloodied. He growled and barred his teeth before the man, and the woodsman took his final blow. There was a strange noise coming from the dead wolf the man took his axe and cut the wolf open and there was the old woman scared but overjoyed to be free and see her granddaughter safe and sound the woodsman took up the wolf's body lame and heavy there he had cut the beast open even more and filled the body with rocks and pushed the wolf into the rushing water of the river from that day on little red riding hood never spoke to strangers and another wolf was never seen again in that forest. As I said in the beginning of this episode, this was the longest podcast I have written so far, and probably the most detailed as well. When doing research for this episode months ago, I found that there are 58 different versions of this folktale. Most retellings are from Germanic countries, but some even go far as India and even China, in which the wolf is replaced by a tiger or a malevolent spirit. This story seems to be a fairy tale that everyone goes back to or draws from at some point when they're writing or giving an example of written work. I found that this story not only handles stranger danger very well, but it also was not afraid of getting dark and telling children that there are bad people in this world that will do bad things if given an opening of sometimes a simple hello. While I may not have taken more of a darker retelling, I had wanted to add a lot of personality to each character as most of the time they're left flat with no human emotion outside of curiosity and danger. As the last side note. I wanted to stray away from most famous folk tales that everyone grew up with as a kid, but for me, there's just something oddly special about the tale of Red Riding Hood. As a video game and comic book enthusiast, I have a love for a series called Fables, which you may know better from the game The Wolf Among Us, which was a storytelling game for obvious reasons I loved it. It helped me want to build a better story and just bettering my storytelling as a writer. As a teenager, I got pulled into the fantastic world of stories and retelling of the fairy tale characters, and the main one among them being the Big Bad Wolf. Seeing how someone handled these characters adds a whole new depth to the story, and we tend to hold it closer. This made me love these folktales even more. Thank you guys for listening, and I will see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Every view and play is much appreciated. You can find this podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, and now Anchor. Leave a comment or review if you love this show. It really helps. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Coffee Folklore and Instagram at TalesOfFolklore underscore. If you have a question or an idea for a future podcast, you can email me at TaleOfFolkloreAndCoffee at gmail.com. The music used in this podcast was The Ballad of Robin Hood by Logan Epic Canto and Crane's business office from The Wolf Among Us.